And mm -hmm. uh, then we'll just hit the ground running and talk about everything. So before we talk about too much other World Junior stuff, uh, yeah. let's get that out of the way. So if everybody's all set, I think we are. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'm well, good. Let's get I'll keep deal. my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So five. Four. Four. Three. Two. Two. And one. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa for those uh, that are celebrating. My name is David Oje, and I'm at MetalDave01. Oh, no. MetalDave02 uh. on Twitter.com. <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello, hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we are the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter and at Happy Hour Pod on Instagram. And we have a guest tonight. Our guest is not necessarily a Habs fan, but he has a great deal of knowledge about two <laughs> of the acquisitions by Bergevin this offseason, creator of the St. Louis Fan Report that you can read at uh, stlfanreport.com, and 20-year veteran of the United States Navy. I'm happy to welcome Guy Benson from all the way in Hawaii. How you doing, uh, Guy? Aloha! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, asking me to uh, come on today. I'm, I'm really excited. This is fun. Oh, no, we are. We're more than happy this to have fun. anybody on the happy yeah. hour. We're so pleased to have, um, have folks on, especially from different fan bases, too. You know, as I mentioned, uh, Guy, you are a St. Uh, Louis fan. And just before we start recording, we'll get into NHL stuff in a bit. But you were talking about the World Juniors and how you started writing again and how those blowout games were something else. And you were also mentioning that Austria, those poor guys, what, what, what do they got to do to get a team on the ice? Yeah. It just, well, to me, look, I, I, I understand that Canada and the U S and Germany are uh, Sweden and Finland. Some of them teams are, are, are a step above, but if you're that your top six are that much better than your bottom four, you need to change the tournament to a six format. Right. Uh, and, and do a round robin that way, because this is, you know, I'm, I'm watching the Austria game now. 64 shots. They've given up 64 shots. They gave up 73 to the U.S. in two games. Wow. Yeah. That's you know, a, that's unwatchable. Yeah. That's in that's yeah. some incredible ratios there for sure. Yeah. You it's know, just it, it's crazy. Right. And you mentioned you mentioned the covid stuff and I get that. But this isn't covid. You know, given up, you've taken, Austria's taken 16 shots, 16 shots in six periods or five and a half periods, you know, and, yeah. and that's, that's just ridiculous. And, you know, I give it to the kids for, the you know, kid to the young men going out there and fighting as hard as they are, but they're being fed to the wolves. I mean, what's that do to your mm. psyche? Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's like me when I was 19, 20 years old, 21, and going out to the Gulf War, you know? That messed my psyche up. So so right. it's, the, it's the same thing. 
Right, for sure. Yeah, totally. it makes you, it makes you wonder what they're going to do about it. I'm really because I heard that Austria they're not going to get relegated. I don't think, or even Germany at that. Germany's a different yeah. situation, but I think they're still uh, in the tournament. And you know, I think Austria is one of the teams that haven't won a won a game in the World Juniors for its history. I don't think they've ever won a game, much yeah, less score. You know. Yeah, there's no there's no regulation this year because of COVID, but it, it's still. I mean, they're not even. You look at your bottom your bottom four, and they're not even close to being. You know, worthy. Germany's okay, but you know, just this year, maybe this year they should have just gone with a top six. You know, and played yeah. a played and then given the the teams that won, the. Uh, won their division a bye and then had two, three, you know, cross over that way and play, but you got to hand it to the checks. You got to hand it to the checks. What a game against Russia. Wow. That was, that was, wow. I I, got to tell you, them guys went out there, Russia, they went out there and and played Russia's game and played it better. Yes, they They did. It was, they played puck control. They played, uh, tough and, and and they're smaller i mean the russian guys look like the you know 1980 olympic russian teams you know <laughs> to the u.s kids you know men men to kids and, and and these guys did not give up they have played two really good games i'm very impressed by uh the the czech the czech republic and the slovaks the slovaks yeah. have played really well yeah those uh those two yeah. teams you know and i think it was mentioned that um i don't know when the austria slovak slovakia game is uh was that today actually or am i Ooh, no geez. i don't have the schedule well, it's austria today i forget what the next one is i don't have the schedule up oh, i remember i remember hearing uh the commentating on um on tsn and gord miller had mentioned that one of the or either gord miller or ray had mentioned um that Austria's chance at winning a game is through Slovakia. And after watching yeah. Slovakia, I'm like, I don't think yeah. they're going to be able to pull that off. You know, no. anything can yeah, that- happen, but holy cow, Austria, they're in deep in this tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they are. Uh, Slovakia beat Swiss one to nothing. Mm-hmm. And in that first, they were the opening, opening night, opening game. Um, the U S Russian game was a great game. Five yeah. to three game. Uh, the goalie and i'm uh can't think of his name right now i'm terrible with names night uh say again for the for the u.s u.s yeah spencer knight i think yeah knight yeah knight just had a bad night (laughs) yeah he's been having night's night he was having a weird tournament so far too because they didn't start him in the game against uh germany but again different circumstance maybe they wanted to have wolf play against a team that's yeah. you know hobbled yeah. already and yeah, then save that, a yeah. night later on so yeah that was pre I, I did check and and actually i have i have a little bit of a contact in usa hockey and that was predetermined Ooh. oh it was that, it was predetermined it because it was back to back it was going to be night in the first game and wolf in the second game yeah okay. um however whoever's who's going to play tomorrow night is up in the air interesting well it was supposed to it was supposed to be night but now with the checks the way they've played and and the fact that uh wolf has not given up a goal yeah if if you're gonna start night you start night with a really really short leash 
And I mean, if he gives up one, he's done. You don't even give him one, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you're in the lead. If he gives up that first goal and you're behind, yank his ass. I know Knight is like, (laughs) he's pretty highly touted too. I forget who's uh, his team there. Is he... um... Oh, who drafted that poor guy? Jeez. Not the Kings. Um, that was the Slovak or the Czech goalie. No. Yeah. I can't was it Ottawa? It is. It's one I'm, of the Canadian teams. They're, they're saying. Oh, it's the oh, Panthers. Spencer Knight. See, yeah, Spencer, yeah, Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight is yeah. the Panthers. Thank you, Beth, for checking that out. Because I know um, they, they say he's going to be like a franchise goalie. He's young yet, but I don't think he's been having a really good tournament so far, but. Who knows? Maybe he'll turn it on after, you know, playing a few more games. Well, well, I'll, I got, can I tell a quick story before we go on? Always. We got all of sorts okay. of stories. Go for it. I have. So Hall of Fame goalie Grant Fuhr. Okay. In yeah. his world junior last game got blown out like eight to two or eight. To, he got blown out Ugh. right before his draft. They didn't want him. His coach, Glenn, Glenn Slather, did not want him because of that but they took him anyways. And he told, um, I did an interview with him and it's on my uh, YouTube channel, the blue note fan report. And you can also find it through the website, uh, STL fan report, brand new website, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on it right woo! now. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah cool. And um, yeah, thank you. Um, we, you know what? I'll, I'll go back to, we put that together in 48 hours. Ooh. Amazing! What? That's awesome. We put that website together in forty-eight hours. Perfect, man. Ooh. Right. Good um, job. If if you need to put a website together, I will tell. I will send you to the guy to put a website together. And and, and like today's been my best day. I'm over three, uh, almost three hundred hits today for for Perfect. the page. Amazing. Yes. For that's for like... a bre- Sorry. for a site that's only a week old. That's pretty good in my eyes. But back toward the Grant Fear story, you know, Grant <laughs> won a five, five Stanley Cups and is in the Hall of Fame and got blown out there. So it's not the end all to have a bad night there. A bad game. You know, it's not the end yeah. all. It happens to everybody. If you're good, you're going to be good. Uh, I'll tell you the one thing, the one other thing that I've noticed is, uh, and I'm going to say his name wrong, the Russian goalie, who uh, Nashville picked up uh, uh, Skoskorov yeah. or right? Askarov. Askarov, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm terrible That's with him. names. That's... Askarov. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know, see, in the Navy, we never said everybody's name. It was always a nickname or a personal name, so I can't say anybody's <laughs> name right. Well, you gotta be quick. You gotta know people. Yeah, you know, you know knock it off. So, exactly. um, you know, I was never Bensing. I was always Ben. Right? No one said my last name unless I was in trouble. Wait, wait. Okay. We we actually had a bit of a, an argument about this. I have, in recent uh, times, I've had some trouble with some folks' names. And before we got you on the call on Skype uh, before, I was saying, oh, yeah, I'll get Ben on the call easy. And they're like, Dave, it's Guy. <laughs> I was like, really? Oh, it is Guy Ben saying. <laughs> yeah, so but it's I funny would, you mentioned but, that now. So I was yeah, right, but ladies. Being, yeah, being in the Navy, last names – I would have answered to Ben just as easy, you know. Um, no, yeah, that's not a that's not an issue for me. So <laughs> gotcha. I, I go both. I, I'll go both ways, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm easy like that. No, but you know, like okay. I said, like Grant Fuhr, Grant Fuhr, Hall of Fame goalie, five Stanley Cups, a Venza Trophy, got blown out in the Worlds. 
Big deal. Yeah. Yep. Big yeah. deal. Yep. A okay. So, well, speaking of goalies, I think this is a good segue. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. For, for a long time, the Blues had the uh, great fortune of having a particular goalie that was just recently picked up by the Habs in the offseason in uh, Mr. No, no, you Habs. got that wrong. Was recently stolen by the Habs <laughs> in the offseason. I will let you take it away, uh, Mr. Oh, Hansen. my God. Go did right we ahead. get fleeced. <laughs> you got, you got. The, if he stays with the Blues, he ends up holding the record for most wins in Blues history, right? Wow. He's he's a very, 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 very good goalie. He's very smart. He's intelligent. I mean, he's got the tools. He's got the tools. But the one negative to him is when it's all on him, he falls apart. Oh. And, and that that's the negative. When When – when it was just him and he didn't have a backup, you look at eight, that uh, eighteen nineteen season, he couldn't stop a beach ball, right? He just couldn't get it together. Bennington comes in and challenges him. Well, now when he's in, he's playing much, much better. So he needs that, that challenge to keep him going because he can't, he can't handle it on its own. And I know that's probably the opposite of what most people think. But I, yeah. I again, I'm, I'm going to name, I'm not name dropping, but I had a <laughs> former NHL goalie coach talk to me and he told me this. He said, Allen is better than Bennington, but Allen can't handle the pressure by himself. Interesting. Well, and, and him being with him being with uh, Casey or not, uh, Carrie. Oh, Price. 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 Oh, sorry, Carrie Price. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Him being with Carrie Price, I think, I think that's a, a that's a really good, and especially now that you have to have three goalies, right? You you, you know yeah. he's in a in a perfect position, and in this, and, and first of all, I wanted to say hockey's back, baby. Yes, it is. January thirteenth. <laughs> it showed up on my Google Calendar, and now it's official. And I didn't yes. even do it. Oh my so. god! <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. Beth, you we and are me are very... going to have so much fun, aren't we? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, especially so, so now, Beth... like now that we're not playing together, playing against, playing our teams aren't playing against each other. It'll be a little bit better just because we can have just have fun. Yeah, um, right. But and not. But me and Beth during the season, she she we're ribbing each other about each other's teams. <laughs> One of the teams having bad, we're we're ribbing each other. So for sure, she, for she, sure. She, she knows she knows that if she's in a bad mood, I'm gonna say something to perk her up. <laughs> good, uh, good. But I'm I'm excited. Hockey's back. I think that having the three goalies with you're not gonna. I see. I can almost see if Montreal smart going 50-50, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Every other game, yeah. you know, you you you're, you're uh, price one game. Allen the next price one game, Allen the next. There is no need for price to start five games and then Allen start one. There's no need for it. Mm-mm. Right. Nope. The, the, the fact that you have that third goalie out there, that's always with the team that can come in. You can swip, you can bring him in if need be. Right. You, you can give a guy a rest that there is no reason why you need to price needs to, be that guy 
And, and Elizabeth, if you remember, we were we did a, a preview, and we talked about my my thoughts on on Price, how he's never been the guy. He's never been able to lift the team up. And one of the things you said is, well, it's the defense around him. He's never had that defense. Mm-hmm. I think they shored that problem up a little bit this season. Ooh. Oh, definitely. Boy, did right? they. Yeah. And again, you bring in a 26-year-old, mm-hmm. a 26-year-old, six foot four, 218-pound stay-at-home defenseman who wants to be there because of his father. Yeah. yeah. Who so cool. who has who's got that ring? That's right. Right? That's and, right. I wrote I wrote an article today, and, and you know what? I want to pull it up and read it for you guys real quick, if you don't mind. Go for it. Of course. Oh, we're here for it. Right? I, I want to read just a small <laughs> section of it. Um, I called it, today's was uh, Stranger Things, Otto and Tampa Bay, trade uh, the trade in the IFF Worlds. But I wrote about Montreal a little bit, and this is what I said. Uh, Perry signs with the Habs. The Montreal Canadiens added more cup experience by signing Corey Perry to a one-year $750,000 deal, according to NHL.com. The Canadiens also added former St. Louis Blues 2019 Cup champions Jake Allen and Joel Edmondson. Montreal is looking to build on its success from the 2020 playoffs. You put three solid rings on that team with with adult leadership, I I look for Montreal to do some damage, but yeah. you guys are going to hate what I'm about to say. Don't no. sleep on <laughs> Ottawa. No, no, I'm with you. No. Absolutely 100% yeah. with you about Ottawa, man. That yeah. is the dark horse this year because we don't know what's going to happen, but they got people now and it's... They have, they have people now. And then uh, I was listening to Locked On Canadians today with Laura and Scott, and they were talking about how the senators are like they're they're grind against you team like they like yeah like if you play them once or twice and then you leave and then you come back later like it's not a big deal like if you're you're all whatever team they're playing against is usually high up to beat them but if you're playing against them five times in a row they're going to wear you down yeah. and it's gonna be a lot harder to keep the win streak alive against that team especially now with all the stuff that they've been adding excluding yeah. the remnants of Baron Gaborik. Oh no, he went to Tampa, never mind. The the, the that trade with Tampa, that okay. <laughs> no, I a mean a lot of pieces, but yeah. Yeah, but you you add Paquette and Colburn, two guys who got rings. Mhm. Right? Coming in with Brady Kachuk, who's young, smart and talented, and wants to win. Oh, I, I, I'm scared of Ottawa. I, I'm, I'm scared. I, I, I wrote today. I wrote today. Uh, the, the Sens could make some noise in the North Division. Maybe even challenge for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Yep, I totally believe it. I would not be surprised in the least because, uh, yeah, as everything that you guys said, can't sleep on Ottawa. You never know. I mean, yeah. it's it's boom or bust right now, but they're only going to get better. That's the thing. It's like this this year might be the only year where they're where they're still trying to figure out who goes where, who who does what and when. But man, in the future, that's going to be a hard hard team to play against. Actually, you know they signed Silky too, so they can bring him in for seven games, mm-hmm. right? 
they can bring him in for seven games. He's in. He's in Edmonton. How 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 quick is uh, that to get him from it? Stutzel. Stutzel. Yeah. Again, I can't say last names. No, it's all, <laughs> no, it's all good. I was wondering. I'm like, wait, no, it's the yeah, yeah. They got him That's on entry level. Just uh, yeah. yeah. But you know what? On that entry level, you get seven games. Bring him into camp. See yeah. if he's got the tools. And if he's got the tools, let him play on the third line. And, and see what happens. You know, who knows? It, and, and if he's got those tools, third overall pick. I expect the third overall pick to be on the starting roster. Yeah, somewhere. Top six, bottom six, whoever. Just put them somewhere. Yeah. You know, insulate them with some some veteran guys. But uh, either way, give them some play time. If he's only there for the seven games, you got to play him. You have to. Yeah. Are we talking about um, the Ottawa Senators? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> oh, I'm, my I'm sorry. Topic. <laughs> I'm sorry, Veronica. No, so, so the reason that I jumped there is because I love the North Division. Oh, I love so cool. what they did. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love what they did. And you know what I love the most? Old school playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four interdivision playoff. Oh, my. This is where you get rivalries. This is where you get. And, and then oh, yeah. you're playing in the North. You're playing nine or ten times. Yeah. Montreal playing ten games against Toronto. Sign Ooh. me up. Yep. Yeah. Montreal playing ten games against Calgary. Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> right? Let's go. The Battle of Alberta. Ten times. Yeah. Sign it. me up. That is <laughs> going to be a nightmare. An absolute nightmare. <laughs> the only thing I'm sad about is that the Habs don't get to play Boston at all. Yeah, that's one thing yeah. that's too bad. But, you know, they might meet each other in the playoffs. And, well, it would be like the um, bah, 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 the, the, semis. the semifinal, uh, the yeah. conference finals. Yeah, conference finals. Yeah, finals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, they haven't yeah. done it like this ever since the um, – well, what what was it? What was it called back then? Uh, Prince uh, of Wales and uh, the Prince of Wales Conference and the yeah. uh, Campbell Conference and all of that. Norris Division yeah. and the Camp, yeah. uh, the Norris Division, oh the Patrick God. Division. Yeah, See, and right. that's that's another thing where I think the NHL screwed up. I don't call the North Division the North Division. <laughs> I call it the Gordie Howe Division. There we go. <laughs> right. The North is the Gordie Howe Division. The East is the Bobby Orr division. The Central is the Bobby oh, Hull division. Ooh. And the West is the Wayne Gretzky division. I can cool. see it. I can see it. <laughs> and I, I look, Gordy Howe, he may have played in Detroit, but he was Canadian through and through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? He yeah. is, he's more Canadian than Gretzky is. And if you ask mm-hmm. people, Who's Mr. Hockey? They're gonna say Gordy Howe. They're not gonna. They're not gonna yeah. give. They're not gonna put Gretzky first. Most people, most Canadians that I know, if you ask them who the best hockey player is, they will tell you Howe and then Gretzky. So that's why I put the North as the Howe division. Makes sense. Makes sense. Love I it. hear. So <laughs> now you were mentioning um, Joel Edmondson for a second there. I just looked it up. He had his birthday just recently. He's now 27, the ripe old age of 27, which means he's definitely out the door as a defenseman, especially in Montreal. <laughs> but um, what uh, what about Edmondson's game uh, do you like? Uh, because we talked a lot about Allen. I just wanted to see if you had anything more about uh, Joel 
Joel, um, so Joel is a stay-at-home defenseman, and, and that's what who can get you points. And he's he's big and he's long. Um, and he tutelaged under uh, he got his tutelage under Petrangelo and Pareko, so he knows how to use his shot. You know, mm-hmm. he knows how to use that stick in lanes. Um, I don't know why it didn't work out in Carolina. Um, I do know that he wanted that trade, that he wasn't going to get playing time in St. Louis. They just didn't have the room for him, right? He, he was going to be a bottom six, that the top six was set. And then um, on the power play, he he just didn't seem to fit the power play mindset. He's a great penalty killer, but he didn't fit the power play mindset. And when you're, if, if you're going to be a top four defenseman, you better be able to play on the power play and the penalty kill. And, and he just yeah. couldn't. And, and that's the, that's my knock on him. I, I really do think that he's going to be really good up in Montreal. And not only that, remember, if I remember right, his dad is sick or has uh, some type of affliction. That's why he wanted to go to Montreal. Cancer. Right? The, What's this, Say again. Veronica? He was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. His father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a guy who's now playing in the place that he wanted to play in for his dad. Think he's going to have an amazing year? I do. Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. Yeah. I can see that. Right. Oh, by the way, Beth, I got to give you your props. When we did our uh, thing and we talked about Montreal playing, uh, was it? I think it was Pittsburgh. You're the only one that said that they were going to beat them. You were right. <laughs> you were right. You were dead on. Now we were. Sometimes I'm right. When when the playoffs happened and uh, we heard that it was the the Penguins that uh, the Habs were going up against, we were more confident we were... than most people. Veronica, you yeah. can talk about this a lot actually <laughs> well we had um we had Dennis Bernstein on uh from you know from the west coast guy mm-hmm. and he yeah. we were talking about the the matchup like going up against Pittsburgh he thought that Montreal wouldn't even win a game and we were like uh I think that they're gonna like <laughs> like he was just completely like it's it's such a nice idea for Montreal to be there but like they're not going to make you know they're not going to make any difference and after he dropped off we were like uh like he didn't convince us at all like we're just we were convinced that um Montreal would be able to take Pittsburgh and they did handedly yeah Yeah. well my thing was I wasn't sold on Pittsburgh to begin with I think they're on their their downside uh, Crosby's older now. He's, he's, he's still good, but he's losing his skill set a little bit. He's losing a step. He's losing some of that speed. Um, he's a smart player, so he's going to use his intelligence to make up for it. But at some point, even Gretzky gets old, you know, and, yeah. and, and that's, that's what's happening with them. And I, I see them in the East being one of the teams that misses out. Right. Yeah. I really well, do. Michael I, I Crosby made a difference in that series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And so what, what else do you think about the Habs there, guys? How do you like our kids? Uh, okay, so 
I've, I've been going over this since you guys told me, and I was kind of think how I would rank the, and, you know, I would write a, a story about it, how I would rank the North. And the more and more I thought about it, um, I actually think, you know, I, most people have Ottawa right at the bottom, and, and I don't. No way. Um, no way. I, I actually think Winnipeg is going to come in seventh. I, I think that they – they they have not recovered from that first round loss to St. Louis, and that's obvious. Uh, just the way that they play, they you know they have Hollabuck, but just like Montreal has Price, if you don't have that defense and that confidence in front of you, you know you can put a brick wall in front of there, and pucks are still going to figure out how to get through. And, and, and that's my thing there. Um, I also think Vancouver, while they're young, playing only. Canadian teams is going to hurt them, and I have them in uh, sixth. Yeah. Fifth, they didn't fifth get and better. Fourth, fifth and fourth are where I had my issues, and I could take Montreal or Ottawa and flip-flop them all day long, right? right. I could flip-flop them all day long, and the question is still defense and goaltending. And, and I say that because – Every time it seems Price does his job, somebody leaves him hung out to dry. And that was Jake Allen's issue in St. Louis. I call it the circle of distrust. You get this this thing going. You get this thing going where the goalie lets in this goal, this, you know, a goal that could be considered soft. So the defense thinks, oh, my God, we have to do more to help him out. And in doing more to help him out, they leave him hung out to dry and he lets another goal in because they're not in the right position. And then now the goalie's going, Oh my God, they're going to leave me hung out to dry. I can't trust them. I'm going to come out further. And, and it just, it, it just keeps going and going and going. And I think that has affected price a little bit. And I know it's affected Allen. Edmondson might be the one since he's been through that to know how to stop that. And if he is, if he's the guy that when a soft goal goes in, says that, ah, nope, no big deal, guys. Let's just, we're not, we don't trust the system. Trust the yeah. system. Trust the system. Because <laughs> if you've listened to uh, Armstrong from St. Louis, the GM, the one thing that he kept saying, and he keeps saying it about that 19 season, is he had meeting after meeting with O'Reilly, Tarashenko, Petrangelo, Steen, and he kept telling them, Trust the system. Trust the system yeah. that we have in place. Trust the system. You know what? The second they trusted the system, where is he? <laughs> there it is. There's. I'm, I'm holding. For those on audio, I'm holding a miniature Stanley Cup. But that's <laughs> trust the system. That's trust the system. And, and I think Edmondson and Allen understand that now and if they and perry you got perry coming in he's got to understand that and if they trust the system and um is claude julian still your head coach or am i wrong you bet so far yep Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) if they trust julian's system that he puts in place they're fourth or third I flopped them in Edmondson. I think uh, Toronto and Calgary are one and two. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I know I'm probably a lot higher on Calgary than others are. I'm really high on, on, on Matthew Kachuk. I think yeah. that he, I think he has learned how to be a pest and yeah. a good player at the same time. Right. Yeah, We're really going to hate him. Yeah. He, you know who he reminds me of, and this is going to piss a lot of people off other oh, than the, no. sla- other than the shot. He's Brett Hull Jr. Hmm. Oh, yikes. <laughs> He's Brett. He's yeah. he's on the ice. He he's 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 saying something to you. He he's he's making you mad. He's pissing you off. You take a penalty. He scores a goal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and and I that's why I'm kind of high on Calgary right now. Um, but I do believe Toronto is the the cream of the crop. Um, I I do believe that Matthews is the real deal, and is old enough now to understand how to be that leader. And with everything around him, he, I, I know they have um, Travaras, but to, the team's not built around Travaras. The team is built around Matthews. And Matthews has to understand that and, and be that guy that says, okay, I need to make everybody better. If he does yeah, that, we're not and really I think high he... on his character. <laughs> say, say again. <laughs> we're not really high on on that player's character. I don't well, know if he's got that in him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's an, it's, I we understand that. But seen it yet? But you got to be look. You when, when when I'm doing all this stuff now, the one thing that I have to be is honest with myself. I don't put the Blues first in in the West. I put them second or third. I have Colorado first. All right. My people mm-hmm. that know are like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, right now, <laughs> Colorado's just that much better. However, after yesterday, that might not be the same point. But <laughs> you got to be honest. You got to be honest with yourself when you do this. Otherwise, if you, it's okay to be a homer, but when you're putting information <laughs> out, you have to be honest with yourself. So I have to be honest with the information that I put out, whether whether I like putting it out or not. I need to be honest with it. And, and I think that's well, what makes my writing. Right. I think that's what makes my writing. Cause I keep, I keep hearing you write the way journalists used to write. Well, that's because I try and keep myself honest. That's good. No. Yes, and I is. think that you're right. Like the team clearly is built around Austin Matthews, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, and not because he's a leaf. But I don't know if he has that kind of leadership in him. I don't think that he. I think that he, he like, on on the ice, his leadership. But there's just something about him that I don't see him being that guy. Okay. You know, like understanding that the team is built around him and yeah, sort of taking on that accountability. I guess. Yeah, Veronica, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, But I'm going to throw a Navy story in here, if you don't mind. Um, When when I got to my second ship, the USS Mobile Bay, uh, after the Gulf War, a lot of the guys that were out there had this like faraway look in our eyes. And we, we really had this trouble for the first couple of months after we got back from the war because we wore a gas mask every day. We were on high alert all the time. So when the new guys were coming on the ship, 
we would be down in the in the workspaces. We'd we'd be tyrants, right? right? And then they'd be hating us. But as soon as we got into the birthing space and it was time to go out, it was like, hey, dudes, let's go get a beer. They were like, how can you do that? That is something that is very hard to learn. And especially yeah. in today's age, most most 20-year-olds don't understand that. 22, 23, 24-year-olds don't understand that. So I get yeah. that from Matthew, from what you're saying about Matthew's not being that outside the locker room guy. Yeah. But if he does it on the ice, if he comes every day, the moment he steps in the doors of the rink, and he puts on my Austin Matthews, this is my team, I'm going to make sure that we get it done face, then I'm okay with that. And I think with Tavares, he's starting to learn how to do that. We shall see. We will. I, 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 I'm high on Marner in that regard. Yeah. yeah. I, see, I see a lot more. Like, Matthews, to me, he's, he's more talent than leadership it's not a knock okay. against him he's just no. the kid is gifted Brett as Hull. all hell i see marner <laughs> as being more like even keel talented but i can also see him having that maturity to be able to uh you know in a bad situation get the guys together and whatnot and i haven't yeah. quite seen that from matthews because matthews he's coming into the least organization at probably the worst possible time because he came in after the phil kessel era Right. Yeah. And the Phil Kessel era was like, what? They got Phil Kessel and did nothing with the poor guy, you know? And they had um some other things. We're going into like Leafs history that I don't know a whole yeah. lot about, but they are yeah. a <laughs> long suffering team. And I think they have a lot of they have a lot of tools, but they don't have a toolbox. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. still organizing it. So yeah. It's, um, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens this year, but I don't think this is the Leafs year this year, but we'll see. Then that's well, I didn't say they were going to win the cup. I just said they were going to win the division. <laughs> uh, I, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see like I would put Toronto as like a three four, and then uh, but aside from that, um, I want to know who else to put above that because I'm high on Montreal because yes, I am a homer, but man, did they get a lot of pieces that have been missing for a long time. And um, well, I'm pretty sure that we'll we'll find out. The, very soon. You're right. They did get a lot of pieces, but I still think that that trust the system hasn't happened yet. Hmm. And and when you start bringing in more pieces and you don't have that trust the system mentality to begin with, you start the season like St. Louis did in 18, in in yeah. by points <laughs> last place at the midpoint. Mm-hmm. Well, you start in last place at the midpoint of this season. You're not coming. You're not making the playoffs. Not in this style of playoff. So that's where, if they come in, if they come in and trust the system, if you get Corey Perry, if you get Edmondson and Allen and, and um, Carey Price and some of the others they got, saying, "Dudes, we're going to trust the coach. We're going to trust the system. That's it. Trust the system." Nothing else matters. Trust the system. Montreal takes second or first in that division. But we haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't have any concern about that happening just because of what was able, what they accomplished in the playoffs. And now they have 
just in the off season, they've acquired five Stanley Cup winners. Yeah. Five yeah, Stanley Cup winners. And they've got Shea Weber and Carrie Price. Yeah. That's a lot of strong foundation mentally, yeah. you know. That's a, Weber, so I think Weber all in line. If they put Weber and Edmondson together on the uh on the penalty kill and on uh five on five, that I I could see that being a shutdown defensive pair right there. Mm-hmm. And not only that, <laughs> being that Edmondson's more of a stay-at-home defenseman and Weber's more a little more of on offensive-minded, that plays off of each other, and that could start really clicking with everybody else. That's right. Yeah. I'm right. so excited. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hockey's just got to start. We got to see everything just happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know what's going to be so great about this season? Is you know how long it's going to take till you know who the contenders and the pretenders are? It's going to like right away. by March or April or so. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to know be... by February. By February, oh, absolutely. No. Okay. By February yeah, yeah. 12th or I say within a month of the season, which is right around the quarter pole, you're going to know who the contenders are and who the pretenders are. Absolutely. And, and not only that, that's the point where the animosity starts, <laughs> right? I had yeah. uh, Rick, I had Rick Zombo on, and he told me, we played each other eight times during the season. You freaking hated him. I hated <laughs> when he was with Detroit. I hated St. Louis. I hated Chicago. I just, every time we'd go into those buildings, I just wanted to beat him up so I could get out of the building. You know, and then you have him in the first <laughs> or and second round of the playoffs. Oh, that stuff just yeah. builds and builds and builds. That's what's yeah. going to happen this year. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> you, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be so fun. You're going to see a 200-minute penalty game. <laughs> I guarantee it. Please, God. <laughs> I in the regular season it. or in the playoffs? Oof. In the regular season. In, in the regular season, you're going to see a 200-minute playoff game or 200-minute penalty game. <laughs> I and, and you know what? You're going to see it from either Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, New York and uh, New York and New York, Montreal and, and Toronto, Calgary and Edmonton. All the Calgary and Edmonton. Are, 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 this is the one that I'm putting my money on. Chicago <laughs> and Detroit. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Two teams. <sighs> Two teams in a rebuilding year with two superstars who are pissed off. By the third True. or fourth time they play each other, puck drop, <laughs> fist drop. Oh, yeah. It, it, there's going to be a 200-minute penalty game. I guarantee it. That's The NHL, they, they, they've set it up. They've set up old-time yeah. hockey, and these guys – are not going to be able to get away. They're thinking, oh, well, these are new players, and they're not going to do – no, they're hockey players. And that animosity yeah. is going to build so quick. Right? If you like, This is going to be the best year for the NHL for viewership in a long time. You're going to get fans who have never watched the game start watching the game because of the fights. 
people think that, that, that fighting doesn't belong in hockey. I don't have a problem with fighting in hockey. I really don't. It has its place. But this season, because of the setup, it's going to have its place more than it ever had before. And it's going to bring people to the game. And because of that, I absolutely love it. There we go. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this season more than any other, like, in memory. Yeah, the the rivalries that are set up. I mean, they had to break some. Oh, yeah. I, I get that. I understand. We, we lost two huge ones, right? We lost yeah. Chicago and the budding one we have with Nashville. But you know what? I don't care because we're going we've got uh Mont- our Minnesota, Colorado and now we're going to have Arizona in our division next year. So we're that's going to be good for us to build up and understand that animosity when those other teams come in the north, come in the central the next year, they're not going to be ready for it. They're not going to be ready for it. I just, I'm really, I'm really excited. And I'm also excited about Seattle coming in the league, though. I do wish it was Quebec and not Seattle. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I'm I'm one of those as well. I, if, if Quebec didn't get themselves a team this time around, man, I think they're high and dry for a long time until uh, the NHL considers them again, unfortunately, because it would just be very cool to have the Nordiques back in some fashion. But Seattle yeah. makes sense though, and it's and I mean and it they're, evens they're things hit. up a little bit. Yep. It, well, that's yeah. the whole thing. Adding adding another team now is just going to throw all the divisions out again. Yeah. But you know, more teams, more hockey. You know, yes. more right. opportunities no, for folks. S- Seattle made sense. It did even out the West. You have more West Coast teams now. You you limit, believe it or not, by having more West Coast teams, you limit the travel to the West Coast there because now they play. They play more of themselves and you don't play each. I'll tell you what I'd like to see. And, and I thought about this. So this year we're getting eight games against our, in the division. I'd like to see them go back to that. Right now it's either five or four games. Well, if you take away one of the games that you play on the opposite conference and one of the games that you play in, the, in your conference division and bring those two games in, now you're looking at seven games, six or seven games in your division. I would rather have that than seeing the East Coast teams twice. I would see I, I don't mind seeing them once every other year. I really don't. I would rather see uh, the Pacific Division twice a year instead of three times a year to uh, even things up and and let things become a little bit more, uh, you know, one and one, you're here at home and away and not two or there, one there and switching it back and forth. I would rather see more interdivisional play because that's where you build those rivalries. That's where you build those, that animosity. And that's where you build fan bases. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds For like, sure. or am I off base here? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. That makes sense. Like, um, on point. A few months ago, I was listening to um, the Dose Foods cast, which is another mostly Habs uh, podcast, and they were talking about the same thing. They were like, I don't want to play a California team twice. I want to see Boston seven times and hate them. 
and yeah that it's it's more fun i want the rivalries back i absolutely want the rivalries back that i think with bringing seattle in that might do that it might get to the point where you drop one of those games on the uh in your conference because you don't need it now you are the opposite con- you're the opposite division and and maybe they do come to a decision to to only play the other conference once a year you know you play them away one year and are home the next you know flip it flip flop it yeah yeah i'm about right. it. i like it i like <laughs> it right but I will still hold out hope for the Nordiques because I want a I want a battle <laughs> of Quebec. I want a uh, what is it? a guerre de la Quebec or whatever it would yeah. be uh, French. But uh, that yeah. would so be I gotta ask nice. I gotta ask one more question because in St. Louis this is a huge thing, Uh-oh. and I'm gonna share this. I'm gonna when you guys do your podcast, I'm gonna ask you for the link because I want to put it on the page, right? Sure. Um, yeah. The reverse retro jerseys. Yes. Do you yeah. guys like them or not like them? I have myself like a ours. Brendan Gallagher one. <laughs> I like I like I like ours. I like um I liked a couple of the other ones. I can't remember whose others I liked. I will admittedly say the St. Louis one kind of gives me the heaves a little bit. It's very loud. I'm pretty sure he's going to get his right now. Yeah, he, he has is. it. He has it. Yeah. Did, it, did your daughters give it to you for Christmas? He doesn't have his ears in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And he, they gave him a hat too. That's great. <laughs> that is a your, very red jersey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did your daughters give you that? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. That is my combined. My birthday is Wednesday, so that is my oh, combined. Nice. That oh, is my combined birthday. Christmas birthday present. That's awesome. That is fantastic. I Amazing. like that. Yeah, I, th- right. I think it was it on Instagram that you posted. You had a little photo shoot with your, your jersey and your hat. Yeah, that and I also <laughs> no, I'm not having an Instagram. I know. I think Beth, you're in my uh, St. Louis group, uh, my uh, St. Louis Hawaii Blues fan clan. Oh I yeah. I put <laughs> I put it in there, right? Awesome. So it's good. I my own Facebook group. I call it the Hawaii STL. Hawaii Blues Fan Clan. That's my nickname, Hawaii Blues Fan. Perfect. And, <laughs> and uh, that's my clan. And, and like I said, me and Elizabeth have been talking through Twitter and, and that. So she's in my group and follows follows my show that way and that. And has been on my show one time. And uh, that's just kind of my way of getting out. I love, I'm a, hockey saved me more times than once. Right. And, and I, I know I'm probably talking way more than you want me to. But when I was in, when I was in the Gulf War, um, and I wrote an article about it called "Hockey Saved Me." It's on my page. When I was in the Gulf War, I got to my ship on Christmas Eve, 1990, 30 years ago this week, right? And I didn't know anybody, right? I, I, I really didn't know anybody, and you know, already your fingers, you know, like this. Um, I go down in the in the central or the main engineering space. And here's a fire axe and a uh, sledgehammer, and the handles are wrapped like a hockey stick. Right? Right away, I, I, I get myself introduced to a hockey community. And 
this is when Brett Hull scoring all those goals and going for 50 and 50 guys are showing me, Hey, I got this magazine about Hull or I got this article about Hull and, and we would hide the hockey news our, our we got the news back then on these, what they called, um, uh, telex, the, the telex teletype, mm-hmm. right. Rolled up paper. Mm-hmm. The guy, one of the guys in radio was a hockey fan. He would take the sports one and hide it in a spot huh. on the ship. So we could all go find it and read the, the sports news every day, right? Oh, so we could great. read the hockey news. This is one of the times where if I didn't have something to look forward to other than what I was going through, it, it, it probably wouldn't, you know, when I was an engineer, I stayed below the, sh- below the water line. We spent 35 days in a minefield. Mm-hmm. You'd hear stuff bounce off the ship left and right. Now, if I hear metal and I don't see it, I dive. Mm -hmm. I think something's, it's that reflex, but having hockey saved me. And, and now my, the show, the writing, the website, that's my therapy. That's my actual therapy. I did that because I was losing my mind and it was the one thing that I was good at. I could talk hockey all day long and no one would question me. No one would tell me I'm an idiot. Well, they tell me I'm an idiot, but that's because they're an idiot too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was that thing that when I start talking hockey, it was like EF Hutton. <laughs> People would Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Right? <laughs> and and uh, this is what Beth, this is how me and Beth met. You know, it was all talking hockey, you know. Hey, I like your Habs. I do this. You know, oh, when we start talking hockey, th- th- there's this, for me, it's that, it's like a slap shot. Right. It's like a slap shot from the point. Wow. It's got all that power. You can't wait to see it and you don't know what it's going to do. And that's what I love. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. what I love. And, and that's where my passion comes from. And I try to put that passion into every ounce of what I do. When I do an interview, when I do the show itself, when I, when I have a fan of the game or a pet of the game or a tattoo of the game, and, and oh, you guys can help me on this. Um, I have three segments on my show, fan of the game, pet of the game, and tattoo of the game. And I've been focused on the blues. No more. I'm going to focus on the whole hockey world. Damn, I want boy. guys to send me their Montreal tattoos. I want them to send me their pets. They named after Claude Juvenu or, 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 or whatever. <laughs> send me your pets. Send me your, your, tell me your fanhood and let me put you on my show. Right. Awesome. Go to STL, go to STLfanreport.com. There's comment sections in there. There's my email address, guy, guy, G-U-I, or for all the Canadians, gee, gee, <laughs> STLfanreport.com. Send me your information. Send me pictures. I want to put the fan in the show. I believe by a fan for the fan, and this is what everyone forgets. About the fan. We need to be about the fan. That's who we are. That's where our connections are. I have 18,000 friends and family members when I step into an arena. Because I want to be about the fan. Very well said. Too much? No. 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 Absolutely succinct. It's what we like to do around here. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly the uh, the motto of the Habby Hour. Right? It's for Habs fans yeah. by Habs fans, and you just expanded on it, and it makes total yeah. sense. It's what we like to do. We yeah, are... it's it just I I, I I I know I get if, if I know this is audio and these guys are seeing me on video and I'm all animated in that. But <laughs> that's 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 who I am, and that's where it all comes from. It comes from hockey fans more than any other sport their love of the sport comes from the heart right and for me i love hockey because hockey shows makes me feel like more of a military guy right i'm a military guy every single former player that i've talked to i've connected to because in that locker room they understand what i understand on a ship they get it. They know it. And I'm able to, to immediately connect to them because of that. And when I go to a game, just get out of my way. If you don't know what you're talking about, leave me alone because I'm watching a game. I'm watching 10 foot in front of the puck. I'm watching the, the neutral zone. Um, I'm watching what the goalies, how the goalies set up. I'm watching where the defense is. I'm looking at the benches, how things are set up. And I'm doing it as a, it all at one time. If you can do that, you're a fan in my book. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. No, that's you put it better than I could have, or I've heard it in a long time. Uh, we are starting <laughs> to come up on the end of our uh, of our time, though. Um, so Veronica or Beth, uh, do you have anything else to ask of our guy Bensing? Yes. Okay, Are go. Are you taking good care of Marcus Scandella? <laughs> oh. Say, say again? Yeah. Are you taking good care of Marcus Scandella? Well, I, I think that Scandella is going to have a breakout year. I really do. Um, he's going to be – I would like him to be paired with uh, Pareko more than Falk, but I think Falk may have broken out of his funk in the playoffs. He started to show like he was getting and understanding the system. Um. With Krug there, uh, we have a more balanced left-right defense, and I think that's going to give Scandella uh, a little bit better understanding of the defense and allow Falk, who's a little more offensive-minded. Like like I was talking about before, you get the defensive defenseman and the offensive defenseman together. They cover each other, and, and that's what I think is going to happen. And not only that, the back check. Scandella is one of the best back checkers I've seen in a long, long time. I think it's an underrated part of his game. I know um, when he was, um, when he was traded away, uh, lots of upset Habs fans. And uh, I can say yeah. that I was one of them. Cause I really liked uh, Scandella when uh, he was with us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm. Who's going to talk? I was just going to say that um, that is also an underrated thing that happened with Montreal in the playoffs is that they were sellers at the deadline. And so they were doing without, you know, um, Scandella, who else, um, Kobolchak, et cetera, et cetera. So that was, um, that was also an interesting accomplishment in, in the playoffs for the Habs. But so I just wanted to thank 
you guys for joining us. This has been so much fun. You're so passionate and so um, authentic. And it's just like you bring a really good vibe. And just wanted to thank you for being on because that was a lot of fun. You got to make one promise, though. Uh Uh-oh. You bet. Two promises. Promise one is this is not the last (laughs) time you have me on that you, you bring me on um, mid-season yeah. for a mid-season review or something like that, or a playoff review. And two, sure. we do a collab and you guys are on my show. Easy. Done, done. and done. But, you guys, done but my done. show's video, so everybody's got to be on video. <laughs> All right, I'll wear, okay. my, I'll wear my nice sweater for that one. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get a better background too. Yeah, <laughs> this, no, this no. This is my hey. Christmas one. <laughs> yeah. I usually have, if you've seen my show, you've seen my background. You know, I have a, yeah. a, a blues championship flag and, uh, you know, yeah, you all my stuff from my house. I've got like, you can kind of, oh, wrong, wrong thing. Here's my camera. My camera's <laughs> moving on me. Yeah. I kind of got that showing and that over there showing, you know, I, I, I made, I made a background all out of all of my stuff. So that's uh, the fun Perfect. stuff that I do and that I love doing and, um, you know what, guys, I, I, I'm so glad. I've been wanting to be on this for a while, asked Beth. Um, I'm glad you have <laughs> me. I will talk hockey with anybody, anytime, anywhere, and you're probably going to have a hard time shutting me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it going. We're happy for it. Um, but, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to wrap things up now. I want to just thank everyone for listening in. And, again, Guy, thank you so much for coming on. And, um, can, can I do my, my normal go away, how I close my show? Go for it. I don't have to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Guy, the Hawaii Blues fan, telling you all aloha, mahalo, and you got to know that I am bleeding blue with you, and I can't wait to see you next on another happy hour. That's right. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> That's it.